Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women, taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. Her name is Emma Powell, a physio and Pilates instructor who juggles being a small business owner, potato farmer's wife, and mum to four children, all while attempting to remain sane and smiling. After 13 years of working for others, Emma felt the need for a female-led health space in Ballarat, which is my hometown and how we first connected. So she ditched her job to create Body Be Good, a warm and welcoming, fun physio and Pilates studio. Emma's big passion is helping women to better understand their own bodies so that they can create a healthier, happier lifestyle. In this episode, we chat about the reasons that Emma decided to leave her employment, starting a business while on maternity leave, where Emma's first few clients came from when she opened up those doors, what has been the most effective way for Emma when marketing her business, and a strategy outside of social media that's working really well, how Emma attracts her ideal clients versus every potential client, welcoming two new bubs to her family whilst also growing her business, and also how she navigated and prepared for this, Emma's unconventional but very smart policy to help her hire the right fit, and also what is ahead. So I know you are going to love this episode. And without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Emma Powell. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Em. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm nervous and excited at the same time. Your very first podcast interview, so I am flattered you said yes when you really wanted to say no. <laughs> yes, I would have loved to have said no, but things only get easier if you give them a whirl, so here we are. Exactly, exactly. You'll be brilliant. So do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us about your incredible business that you have. What is it that you do and you offer? I'm Emma Powell and I am a physio by trade and I run a Pilates and physio studio here in Ballarat in country Victoria. I'm a small business owner, but I'm a mum of four young kids as well and a potato farmer's wife. And I just juggle those three things while trying to stay sane and smiling all at the same time. Do you want to give us um, a breakdown of the different parts of your business that you offer? Yes, definitely. So we have three different types of classes, really. We've got reformer Pilates classes, which are like our fitness type classes. And then we also offer clinical Pilates classes, which are run with our physios. So that's a bit more your rehab style class. There's smaller class numbers, less people in the class, and everyone's sort of working on their own targeted fitness goals. And then a big part of our business is pre and postnatal Pilates. So we run group classes to help women stay strong and healthy and active through their pregnancy and beyond. So there are three main class types. And then we also run your standard sort of physio clinic where we mainly treat women for all sort of sports injuries and work injuries and all pre and postnatal related issues as well. And did you want to mention them as well around the C-section recovery? 
Yes, I had caesareans for all four of my children's births and I found when my son, who's almost nine, when he was born, even though I was a physio and I'd worked in the pregnancy sphere, I just felt really lost and really didn't feel like there was a lot of help or a lot of education out there for mums who'd had a caesarean how to recover well. There's lots of info there, but it all seems very, oh, and if you've had a vaginal birth, this is what you do, and lots and lots of info, but if you've had a caesar, I'll just do a bit less or I'll just take it a bit easier. And that's something that I'd been aware of for a really long time and wanted to try and improve. And so I'm just getting my butt into gear to have a um, cesarean recovery program up and running so that mums can access that online and learn all about really right from the beginning of what's involved in a cesarean right through to getting back to running and doing all the things that they'd like to do. And just to feel like there's a little community out there I hope to build, but lots of education to help those mums. So good. And I love that um, I think like the best businesses start from you kind of seeing or experiencing that real gap in the market. You're like, this isn't being catered for. Like this group of people are not being served. How can I do it? Yeah. And when you think of the number of women that are having cesarean births every year, it's really bizarre that there hasn't been more put out there to help them. It's really, really interesting. And I thought even if I'm a physio and I work in this area and I don't know what to do, then how the hell is the average woman meant to know what to do? So, And there's simple things that we say as physios every day and you hear women going, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And you think, oh, my gosh, we've got to get the word out there. So Instagram's a beautiful thing for sharing those sort of bits of information. And I started a Instagram page for that and it's just amazing the people that reach out and the difference you make in their lives just sharing something really small is is amazing so it's been a really rewarding project to work on. Do you want to tell everyone your two Instagram handles now Em just as we're talking about them? Yes so my Pilates studio is called Body Be Good so that's just B-O-D-Y-B-E G-O-O-D. It's just at Body Be Good is the Pilates and Physio business here in Ballarat. And then my other cesarean specific one is called the Complete C-Section Recovery. Please, if you're in the birthing space, come and follow because there's lots of really good information being shared there. And there's lots of beautiful people sharing their stories as well, which has been a great part of it. So let's go back to before you had the Pilates studio and the classes and now the new online experience and educational program for people. What were you doing beforehand? Well, I've been in Ballarat for about 10 years. And before that, my husband and I were living in the UK for a few years. And I was actually working for the military as a physio and exercise rehab instructor. So, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love these interviews because I've known you for several years and I never knew that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's a bit of a segue from working with pregnant women, but um, I was working up in the North of England with returned soldiers and rehabbing them from injuries sustained during the jobs overseas and their training in the UK. So that was, it was very interesting, but my husband was always keen to move back to his hometown to grow potatoes. <laughs> so, so we ended up back in Ballarat and I just got a job at a great practice here, just working in a typical physio environment, doing physio and Pilates. And I did, I really loved that. It was, it was a great job and I loved the work that I was doing, but I really noticed after my first son was born that it probably didn't fit all that well with the lifestyle that I was wanting to make for our family. When you're working in a big organisation, you know, you sort of have to fit in around what everyone else is doing. And it was quite a male-dominated environment and just didn't feel like there was an awesome understanding of what it's like to be working in your job and to have little ones at home and you're up during the night and all the stuff that goes with having small kids. All the stuff I'm about to learn. (laughs) 
because I've been doing pre and postnatal Pilates, or prenatal, sorry, Pilates here in Melbourne. And um, the Pilates teacher was said to me the other day, oh, how are you going? I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, I was just having one of those days. I'm like, I think I'm ready to like not be pregnant anymore. That'd be nice. I just said, oh gosh, this is the easy part. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, see, but you don't need to hear that when you're pregnant, do you? Like it's all relative. I feel like this is the hard part <laughs> until the baby comes in. I'm like, oh, that was okay. Yeah, looking back, that was a, that was a breeze. Yeah, I'm always wary of saying that to mums because I find it hard. I often get like my older clients who have teenagers or older kids, and they always say, oh, you know, bigger kids, bigger problems. And I'm I'm sure it gets harder, but I think whatever you're living at the time is is the hard thing. Anyway, when my second son was born in 2015, when I was on maternity leave with him, that was when I really started to think about what I wanted to do going forwards. And I'd never really had dreams of being self-employed or working for myself or having my own business, but I just couldn't see my life with two little boys and my husband farming and having his own job. I couldn't see myself fitting back in under someone else's timetable. So I started looking for a space to really just to work for myself, actually. I never started Body Be Good thinking there would be a team of us. So I yeah, found an old curtain shop in a back street in Ballarat and with the help of lots and lots of people, turned it into this really beautiful space that's actually grown and grown since we started in 2016. So we took over the building next door three years ago and put in. I was going to ask, yeah, how's the space changed? I know it has quite a lot, yeah. So we had just the one one big room for our Pilates machines and then a little um, treatment room at the back. And then because we run a different types of classes and lots of people like to come at the same time, we wanted to have sort of pregnancy classes running at the same time as our typical fitness classes. So we needed another studio and luckily the building next door came up for lease. So we took that space over. And then the exciting thing coming up for us is that we've taken over another building in the street to open later this year because we only have one little physio room so none of the physios that want to work at the same time can treat at the same time so we've got a new space that we've got to get looking beautiful and opening in a few months time so that we can have massage and nutrition and we'd like to get other health professionals to come on board who sort of share our same vision and want to share our space. And when you went back to I guess the opening the doors for the first time and was it did you start with classes you offered maybe a small schedule of classes yeah started with classes so it was just me I was actually trying to think it was just me just at the very start and just offered a few classes and a little bit of physio and really just felt grateful that anyone walked through the door well this is the thing because you you went from I guess being an employee then maternity leave where did those first few clients come from well you'd probably know that Ballarat's a very connected small town so if you talk to the right people and get the word out word spreads pretty quickly but Instagram and social media was a really big point of attracting people so getting the word out just good friends as well and good the staff that did come on board told all of their friends and so we've yeah managed to we're very proud of our client base because we think we've got really nice clients. <laughs> it's been a really organic spread for that. Okay. So that was six years ago. Am I right? 2016. Yeah. Yes. 2016. Yeah. So talk us through from the very first kind of few months when it opened to now, obviously you've expanded the space. It sounds like you've brought on more teachers, anything else that's kind of changed in the way that you run things. Well, yeah, I added two more children to my family as well. So <laughs> that that was that was quite big. So yeah, two more little ones. Probably I, I opened in 2016 and then I had my third 
child in 2017 and then my little girl was born in 2019 so they've been really big parts of the journey but we I've got there's three other physios working here now where everyone's part-time but three really great physios and three amazing Pilates instructors that have come on board and my two admin girls that just hold my life together and I would be lost without them so yeah we've really got this team around us now that one of the reasons when I started working for myself was I don't really want to have to put up with workplace politics and just the negative side of bigger workplaces. So I've always been really fussy about who comes on board. Girls laugh at me, but my hiring policy was always, would I be happy to sit next to that person at the Christmas party? <laughs> and I thought, if you say no to that, then they're probably not the right person in your space. It's, it's worked well for me so far. That's a really good uh, policy kind of thing. I like it. I like it. One of the big reasons for you, for myself, for so many of our listeners of going out on their own, starting their own business is because we want more of that flexibility and choice and autonomy when it comes to the hours we work, the location we work from, what it all looks like, who we are answering to, okay, really no one but ourselves. What has that actually looked like for you, Emma? So you um, you had your, your two boys, I think, because you've got three boys and a girl. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had your first two boys, opened your business, then have had two more children since. Has it been, I guess, what you ha- – have you been able to experience that sense of flexibility and choice in having your own business as you've welcomed two more bubs into your family? And what has that looked like? Like, talk us through actually how you did that. I think, like, there's certainly downsides to having your own business. And I think the everyone who's got their own business would relate that you never really switch off 100% from the business, no matter what you're doing. And you're always thinking of new ideas and thinking of ways you can improve and making sure everything's running smoothly. I suppose that's, in some ways, that's the downside. But I do think in my, when I had maternity leave with my first son, I experienced a bit of postnatal anxiety and just like a, you know, a little bit flat probably during that period. Whereas when I was on maternity leave with my second son and I started getting this idea up and running for Body Be Good, I was really excited about that. And it sort of gave me something to work on, on top of being a mum. When I had my next two children I didn't ever experience that same level of sort of flatness I really loved having something that just made me feel like I was using my brain in a slightly different way than being a mum at home so it was really I found it a real positive having that on the side that even though I wasn't like I took a good period of time off work and was at home all the time with the kids for that sort of at least first six months after number three and four were born but just being able to go oh hang on I need to do the pays or I need to work out the timetables or just little bits of the job really just gave me a sense of purpose that I might not have otherwise had. So I loved having the small business running even when I had the kids. It's an absolute circus sometimes, but that's been really good. (laughs) And I love if anyone, hopefully now everyone's gone and followed Emma already on Body Be Good, but um, on Instagram, but I love that you share like the kids in at the studio and I just, it's so good. It's great to see kind of how it all works together in a way. And I think it's great too. Like I love the kids seeing that this is my business and this is something that I'm important that's important to me and them coming in and seeing how it runs and yeah, I like like especially for my daughter, I like her to see that a, a woman can be the boss and you know run things just as well if not better than a man can. So um, I think and and for the boys to see that too actually. I think it's great for them to experience women in leadership roles that they can 
have really visible in their day-to-day lives. So that's been good. Having the kids, just being able to pick and choose, like, and each of your children and babies are different too, like knowing their schedule and being able to come back, picking and choosing the hours of work that I do in the studio that suits that child. And even now with, like, my oldest playing sports and things like that, you can go, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to work Saturday mornings because he's got soccer or I'm not going to work this time because the kids have got that. I just couldn't I think I would have felt guilty if I was working for someone else even if they if they had been able to give me those options so it's a luxury to be able to pick and choose so easily I shouldn't say so easily because it can be really challenging at times to balance it all but not having to ask permission from anyone else to be able to do that is really really beneficial for our family gosh it's like such a privilege it's so incredible to be able to work for ourselves and just like sort of I don't know it's easy to forget as well especially what like you and I've been doing this for a while it's kind of like oh gosh I forgot that I used to just not have this like I could just choose whatever I wanted to do in the day (laughs) and then in doing that like I it wasn't something I consciously thought about before I opened the studio but it's so important to me that if my child's talking at assembly or if they've got something on that I can restructure what I'm doing to make sure that I'm there and now being an employer it's so fantastic to be able to do the same thing for my staff so I would just be so disappointed if someone that was working here missed out on something that their children were doing or something that was really important in their life because they had to be at work so it's definitely sort of an unspoken policy here that if you've got to be at something with your kids that we just make that work and I think the girls really appreciate that and I think being able to provide that for them just like pays me back tenfold because they're grateful for it but they work so hard but it's just it's such a nice space Um, and even with a new physio came on board last year and I sort of with her I explained it to her in the interview I was like this is a workplace where your outside life is really important and what you want to do outside of here is is really important to us as well so please make sure that you speak up about those things and you let us know because we can always work together to accommodate how amazing because I guess that was one of the reasons that you were like right this isn't really working for me and I don't really like this in terms of your previous job to then be able to create your own space your own workplace and environment where you get to create the expectations and the opportunities and those kind of flexibilities for the people that work for you and I think that's so amazing I think that's why like just across the board, it's it's going to be so powerful if we can get more women into leadership across communities, across government, across companies, is that there's just a whole different perspective that is totally being missed and a whole section of the, of the community that is totally being underserved and it's just not working for. Yeah, definitely. And even like I've worked for guys in the past and certainly not man bashing at all, but just that understanding that other mums tend to have about mum guilt as well, about, well, if I don't get to see my child read at assembly, like I'm just going to feel crap about that. And so mum's understanding how other mums feel about things, you know, even good male bosses in the past, I don't think they had the same understanding of of mum's emotional states and mum's, yeah, the mum guilt is very real if you're missing out on things. So it's not something as an employer that I want, (laughs) I don't want my staff having mum guilt because I expected them to be at work at that time. And then as well, you can probably expect better retention if your staff go on to have babies or whatever that looks like for them is that they, they're like, actually, I really want to go back to that, to Body Be Good, to that amazing workplace because it's catered towards me. 
Yeah, I hope so. We would like some more physios later this year when we open the new space. So if anyone's looking for a, a lovely workplace. Look out, everyone. Get your applications in. <laughs> and was there anything um, that you did in the lead up to taking that time off or, or kind of why, like, how do you sit? Do you see that you took maternity leave, you wound down a little bit when you had those next, your next two kids? And how did you kind of get ready for that as well? With one of them, I the gods just smiled on me. I think I must have I manifested strongly. What am I going to do? I'm going on maternity leave and I need another physio. And there was this beautiful girl who was originally from Ballarat who was moving back home for 12 months who was just looking for work whilst she was back here. And if we'd written a script for her, we couldn't have picked her better. She was just amazing and a great worker and a great person. And she just sort of waltzed in and took over my hours and it just was amazing. But generally in the lead up to it, I would yeah be looking at staffing, seeing what I could get the other girls if they were happy to step up a little bit. And everyone's always been really great in those situations. But also I think my clientele understand as well that you know we're a very family oriented business and that there would be a period of time that I wouldn't be coming in and wouldn't be working and a lot of clients either they might not have come during that time but they've tended to come back when I've come back which has been really beautiful and yeah people seem to to understand what you're going through and I think continuing even if you're taking that time off from being active inside the business continuing to share stuff on social media like I really ramped up what I was doing on social media in those times when I wasn't at the studio. And so I think people still continue to feel connected to you. You weren't sort of forgotten. And, yeah, I found it very easy in the postnatal period after um, both my third and fourth to be really sharing stuff because just other mums just relate so hard to the stuff you're going through. And it's easier to write those posts when you're actually living it than it is to even reflect back on it. So really just, yeah, staying connected with the community and keeping that sense of community going during maternity leave was a really, I think that was an important part of keeping things flowing in here. That is such good advice because I can imagine it would be also easy to kind of like just disappear offline and that's fine and some people may, that's better for them. And I think some mums do, like, I mean, everyone's different, but I think some people appreciate going offline. But I always found social media sort of helped me, helped my mental state when if you're up feeding at you know three four five in the morning I liked doing a bit of a scroll I liked commenting it's funny the people that have children around the same time as you when you're up on these weird time zones you sort of develop these friendships with other mums um, and I felt that really made me feel more connected so I was a big advocate for social media probably more so during those times where yeah when you're up nursing babies in the middle of the night it was good. A lot of people ask around sharing kind of work things versus personal life things or professional versus personal things and finding a balance or what they should do. Should they share things? What's your perspective, Emma? Because I think you do this so well. Thank you. I think you find pretty early when I first started the Instagram account for Body Be Good and you're using stock photos or, you know, images and quotes that you've gotten from other accounts, people just don't really relate in the same way that they do when you share things from your own life and I think there's certainly the risk of oversharing or also as your kids get older not wanting to put stuff out about them that you know they don't necessarily want out in the public but people just relate so much more strongly to personal things and sharing what you're going through and I've certainly found it's been a really good way to connect with clients and and connect with the community to share what's going on in your life. I think um, Amy Porterfield, who's someone that you put me on to, but she says, show the scar, not the wound or something. Yes. It was um, share the, 
what was it? She had this scar, not the scab or something. I think when it's still really raw and you're picking away at it and you haven't really processed, like maybe that's not the right time to share it. But when it's kind of healed over and, you know, you've got maybe a bit of perspective. And that resonated quite well with me that I think sharing when if you're really, really in a horrible space about something, maybe that's not really the time to write your specific post. But when you're a little bit more clear-minded, sharing what you went through that you know other people are going to be going through similar things. I find with motherhood and parenting, that's a really powerful thing to do. Yeah. And I always like to think, just do like a little check. It's like, who am I sharing this for? Am I sharing this for kind of, you know, like likes or attention or to feel better about myself? Or am I actually sharing this because it, because I think about my audience and my community and what I want to give to them. And I, I find that a good like, little check as well. Well, I went, I can't remember what year it was, but it was right back at the start of Body Be Good. And I went to a little Instagram workshop that you hosted at Eclectic Tastes in Ballarat. And that was the first time that I had met you. And that was really like the, the big things that I got out of that. But you were so much about show your face, show you, make it about you. You know, people don't want to buy from brands. They want to buy from people. And I remember thinking, oh, that sounds really horrible to do. But I took that away from what you'd said that day and have used it ever since. And it's probably been the most powerful thing in my entire marketing journey is yeah being yourself showing your face and but the other point you did make was about not just sharing things for likes and posts and thinking about why you're sharing it and that I often pause before I go to do something and think oh hang on what's what's your reason behind this is you know is it one of the four pillars of why you're sharing things and if it's not then yeah maybe put it away come back to it later and see see what you think of it then Oh, so good. God, it feels, it feels like another lifetime, those workshops. That was when I was, um, for those listening in my probably, yeah, first two, two ish years of business, I think. And yeah, held those workshops and they were, they were awesome. They were so good to do. And I got to meet awesome local business owners. So, um, well, that was because Sandy from the Rose Farm was at the same one as me. So yeah, that was going back a while. Oh, awesome. Sandy from Acre of Roses. He's been on the podcast. So, so good. Well, Em, you've been in um, the Modern Marketing Collective for or, like pretty much since it began, I think. I think so, yeah. I think four years. Thank you. So good. Oh, thank you. There's a lot of friends in there now that I've brought along too, so. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm like, I see them say, oh, Emma was talking about it. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. That's so kind. It's the one piece of marketing advice that you know that, that you're just going to get thanked for and that people are going to be happy because no one joins or comes across you and doesn't say oh my god thank you that was amazing so yeah I'm always very happy to tell people to jump in what do you want to share to those listening what you get out of it or what you've what value you've received or um the changes you've made thanks to it or just anything you'd like to share I there's lots of things that I love about the modern marketing collective I feel like it really keeps me on track. Like I haven't sort of, I've been in it for ages and I haven't really followed the set 12 month plan that that you encourage all the new people to do. I haven't necessarily followed that for a while, but I love that every month there's a bit of a guide of what to do. And there's always the meetings to go along to. And like, I never go to one and walk out thinking, I didn't get anything out of that. I'm always writing down, you know, at least three or four little things that I go, right, yep, great, I've got to work on that, or, oh, that's a great idea, and just makes me really sort of look at what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and see um, how to apply 
what, what the meeting's been about. So I love that it keeps me on track. I also love the community though. Like there's beautiful people inside. There's such an easy place to reach out if you've got questions in the Facebook group and there's always someone lovely to write back and tell you what they think. And just sort of knowing that there's other women out there that are working on their businesses, that are trying to, you know, make a go from their own business rather than the sort of nine to five role instead. Like it's just great knowing there's others that get what you're going through and understand where you're coming from. So it's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. And a lot of a lot of having um babies as well, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so yes. exciting seeing their kind of journey as well joining and or joining on maternity leave a lot of people do as well yeah which is a great idea yeah if anyone's thinking about that when you've got the time to work through all the trainings but yeah I always love the email marketing stuff that you do as well because that I think I always underestimate how important that is like we sort of time our classes in with school terms and I normally do tons of social media posts leading up to it and trying to market that way and this time around I was like no you can do those if you've got your email marketing done but if you don't have time you've got to leave them and the number of like I'd send an email and then I'd look at the sales and tons of people had bought a pass I'm like that doesn't happen when I do the Facebook it happens a little bit on the Facebook posts but marketing directly and sort of splitting the marketing into sending different emails to the pregnant girls versus the clinical clients it just is so powerful and I see it and then I think why don't you do more of that because you know that works I think you demonstrate that really well as well, that the whole looking after your current clients, like giving more value to who you've got. And I've only really sort of, that's only really sunk in maybe in the last 12 to 18 months. I was always sort of marketing to new clients, but now I think we're, you know, we're not the um, F45 and we're not the um, KX Pilates. We don't really, like no one wears crop tops in our classes. It's just not that sort of place. And it wasn't sort of an intention, but that's who we've got. And we have, you know, all different body shapes and sizes. So I was like, we don't, I, I need to really um, keep rewarding these clients that are coming in and then they tell their friends more and uh, you know more people come in that way so it's been fantastic so thank you <laughs> oh thanks Em. so what's tell us kind of what you're working on now what's next for you any marketing strategies you're working on the focus for the business going forward what's keeping you busy at the minute the big thing that I'm working on at the moment is this cesarean recovery online course so I'm really I've set myself a deadline to have that launched by the end of September thanks oh, to well, we, yes. was that you? yes that was a little bit of nudging from you so um I, I think do you want to share what happened on the call well we were talking about we were talking about sort of goal setting weren't we and things that we were things that we were going to do and you'd sort of said don't just talk about it like set a date that you're going to have it done by and I thought oh. I'm like give us a date come on put it out there what's where do you look and that was only a couple of weeks ago and when I said right end of September and then I thought oh gosh, it's the middle of July already. I've really got to get, because it's just really finding the time to record stuff where there's not children walking in and um, other things going on. It's, it's the recording stuff for the online course that's a little bit of a challenge at the moment. But sort of with starting the, my own business to be able to be more flexible with my time, I'm really looking at the online program as being an extra way to add an, an extra income stream and an extra way of connecting with my clients that also gives me a little bit more freedom that I'm not locked into the workplace as much. So I, I'm lucky that I already have a lot of flexibility, but I love the idea of being able to build a bit more of an online business so that with the kids growing up more and having more and more of their own sort of activities and things to get to, like I'm aware that I'm not going to have tons more time in the future to you know be in the studio a lot more. I, I think that 
when my little two are at school. Like it's easy to think, oh, when kids are at school, I have so much more time. But 9 till 3.30 goes so quickly. And then there's all the after school activities. Oh, exactly. And that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't include, you know, doing your laundry and cleaning your house and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to build that. Um, I, I love being online and I love connecting with people, Instagram and just I love the whole online community. So getting this up and running is something that I, I can just see that I'm going to love doing it yes gonna be really well suited to you yeah I hope it I hope it helps lots of women because I just think if I'd had it when I was having my kids I would have loved it so hopefully hopefully there'll be other women that do that too so um, that's the big part of my workload at the moment but then also with the new physio rooms opening up down the road I'll have to get get my butt into gear and get that up and running too so will it be under the same instagram handle what do you think think so i almost i was going to reach out in the marketing collective this week and see what people thought whether i brand it differently or not put a post in there and we can chat yeah i'm in two minds about it oh well thank you so much for joining me emma oh thank you so much for having me 